This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 5, How to Avoid the Dangers of Speaking, Part 1, on the IELTS. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we are here to show you how to get the seven that you need on your next IELTS exam. Subscribe to our show and join Jessica Beck, the Examiner of Excellence, and Lindsay McMahon, the English Adventurer, coming to you from Portland, Oregon, and Boston, Massachusetts, USA. Why is speaking part one on the IELTS so dangerous? Well, today, Jessica Beck, our examiner of excellence, will tell you why. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, Lindsay. Hey, Jessica. How are you doing today? Good. I haven't talked to you in a while. Are you well? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And I'm excited because we're here to talk about this nail-biting thing they call speaking on the IELTS exam. <laughs> no! Yeah. Um, this is something that's really intimidating to students. I mean, it's intimidating for me sometimes also, oh right? Gosh. Yeah, we know. I mean, if we just talk about general language learning, English learning, we know this is kind of the hot button where students kind of tend to to get nervous. And, and I understand how that feels, right? I mean, we both lived abroad, like you've lived in Taiwan, right? Yeah, and some, some countries in Europe and just trying to get those words out to, to someone who's just staring at you impatiently. Oh. <laughs> or at least you think they're impatient. Um, it's tough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that we always sort of imagine that the person is thinking something worse than they actually probably are. Oh, totally. Right? I'm sure the other person <laughs> is very patient most of the time, but we're just right. too nervous right. to notice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, 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 we tend to think that it's a lot worse than it is. But either way, there is speaking on the IELTS. So we want to help our listeners with that here, especially today. So what you've been teaching IELTS for 10 years. That's a really long time, Jessica. That's awesome. It is a really long time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I think the the most important thing to remember is that the examiner does not want to give you a bad grade, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, like what we just talked about. Sometimes they students go in and they they think, oh my gosh, the examiner hates me. The examiner is so mean. The examiner's evil. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But, you know, the, we, as examiners, they want you to, to do your best. And the test Mm. is also designed that way. So, um, it starts Mm. in speaking part one and then it gets harder as you go along to speaking part three. Um, but today I wanted to start by talking about part one and what the examiner is looking for. Um, so the examiner wants you to talk about yourself and the answers are all very simple. So for example, um, uh, do you, uh, drive a car? Do you think everyone should learn how to drive a car? 
Do you、mm. enjoy taking long car trips? <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 just to clarify, in this section, they're asking you questions about yourself, right? Yeah, as a test taker. Yeah. Okay. okay. Exactly.、Right. So you're going to be asked about three topics, and they're all about you. So, do you go、mm. to school? Do you have a job?、Um, mm. Do you like your apartment? Just really simple stuff.、Um, so the danger here is that some students get a little bit too relaxed and. They start using like one-word answers, you know. So, oh no, yeah. yeah. Which、Oof. I mean is unfair because in real life that's what we would do, right? Like, are you、that's、a student?、True. Yeah. Do you like studying、oh. English? Sure, stuff like that. But you、yeah. know, unfortunately, it's not real life. It's a test, so right,、um, right. you have to remember <laughs> that, and you have to use complete sentences all the time.、Um, And you、okay. also should try and answer with at least、um, two sentences. So I usually tell students try to answer in two to four sentences. So what would you put in that other sentence? For example, if I said, if I asked you, you know, do you? Yeah, do you drive, Jessica? Yeah,、right? yeah. What? Okay, yes, I do. But what would you say beyond that? Yeah, good question. So、um, I do a lot of brainstorming activities with my students to practice this. So、um, think of the question words: who, what. Where, when, why, how,、mm. and those are the details you can give. So、um, my answer could be,、um, yeah, I drive. I actually、uh, just got a new car three months ago, but I only drive it to work and back. Okay, I like that. I like that. So who, what, when, where, why? I like that. I think you mentioned that when we were talking about TOEIC a few weeks ago, and that's、yeah. such a useful framework to have, isn't it? Yeah.、Um, and any time when you're trying to talk and you're nervous and you can't think about <laughs> what to say, those question words are are how you can think of more details. The only way to avoid getting nervous. And panicking on the speaking section of the IELTS is to know exactly what the examiner wants for you to get a seven. Find out what the examiner wants right now in our free downloadable cheat sheet by going to allearsenglish.com/evaluation. That's allearsenglish.com/evaluation. See you there. And how else could you think of more details to kind of, oh, add more? I don't know, make your answer more unique or make it stand out more. What else would you think about adding? Oh, sure.、Um, yeah, that's a really good point. Actually, that's something else that I wanted to talk about is、um, the vocabulary part of、mm-hmm. things. So,、um, of course, you're graded on your vocabulary, and if you want to stand out, if you want the examiner to、um, notice you as、um, a higher level student or a, a better Student, a higher scoring student, that <laughs> you should really try and use some slang, some informal words.、Mm. Um, the examiner wants to know that you have a range of vocabulary. So,、mm. um, if you're talking about an informal topic like、um, what your apartment looks like, you're not going to use academic words. You know, like that doesn't make sense. Sure, of course not. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna use some slang, some idioms. So.、Um, Uh, for example, you could say, "Well, the the couches is super comfy."、Um, <laughs> you know, I I use that that <laughs> adverb a lot to describe adjectives. Me too. Super、yeah. comfy. <laughs> 
<laughs> we all do. I think it's a generational thing or something. We really do. I, it is. I use it all the time. So yeah. It's a good one, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, like if I heard a student uh, say that exact sentence, oh, my couch is super comfy, I, I'd i be impressed. <laughs> I'd be like, whoa, you must have American friends. That's awesome. So in that case, you'd think this person is not you just limited to the textbook and the way they speak, right? They've gone beyond the textbook. Exactly. And that's that's what we're talking about in the course of the goal of these episodes is to get you to a seven or higher. Well, yes. that's how you do it. So the mm. description of a seven for um, the speaking test is someone who can use um, idioms and a wider range of vocabulary. So the mm. examiner is listening for stuff that you don't get from textbooks. Oh, wow. I would think this is a good place to sneak in a phrasal verb here and there, too, which yeah. would kind of go under um, informal vocab, right? But exactly. yeah. Yeah. And how can our listeners sort of, I don't know, sometimes it's hard to just spontaneously throw in a random slang or idiom or vocabulary term. How can they get themselves to do that, to throw that in there? Yeah, totally. Um, I would use um, the the more applicable common ones like like what we mentioned using super to describe adjectives mm. um you can use that in like any answer you can seriously <laughs> just so just use super just use super all the time no it's um um i think i think it's a good idea to watch some sitcoms if if you don't hang out with americans every day and you know i'm sure a lot of you can't because you're just they're not around you so um mm-hmm. listen to us on tv Watch a sitcom and maybe write down something that you noticed, something, you know, mm-hmm. that you think was interesting and just have a, sh- a short list, a small list. I would say no more than 10 words that you think mm. you could use in normal speaking. Oh, I like that. I think that's a good strategy because it's easy to get overwhelmed. And if we have a list of a hundred slang terms yeah. that we could use, we won't use any of them. Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I know I've seen students do that so often because, um, wow, like people are so motivated and they just create <laughs> these vocabulary lists that go on for pages. <laughs> yeah. And, and if I just point to one word on that list, like you are not going to know what it means because you can't remember yeah. a thousand new words. <laughs> Yeah, there's a certain addiction to lists, I think, for students sometimes. But one thing that I want to say about listening, you know, even if you can't, as we said, you can't necessarily hang out with American people, you know, I have some students in New York and what they do is they just eavesdrop on people in, in the on the subway. Oh when my gosh, totally. That's such a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> You can do it. I mean, we all do it anyways, right? As native yeah. speakers, sometimes we... <laughs> but you're not supposed to it. say it. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Revealing secrets here. But it's more interesting than your book sometimes. So so just jump on the subway in your local, in your city or, you know, the bus station or some public place and just sit and observe and listen. For sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite things to do is just people watch in general. So if mm. you're, if you're in an, if you're, you know, fortunate enough to be in an English speaking country, then just take like right. 20, 30 minutes and hang out in a public place. 
Yeah. 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 Or even if you're not in an English speaking country, you know, if you live in Tokyo, go to Rapungi, right? We know that's where all the international people hang out. Oh, Rapungi, totally. Right? There's, or there's going to be Taiwan. What is it? Yeah. There's going to be, um, an expat, an expat hangout in, in any city these days. So if you right, find right. a, a, like a running club, for example, or I'm thinking of the yeah. hash house harriers. I don't know if you know. Oh, that interesting. Is. I haven't heard about yeah, that. It's an, it's, um, an, English speaking, mostly expat running club that's in pretty much every city around the world now. It seems oh, like oh, very cool. Uh, but they meet up once a week and go for like crazy runs in the in the countryside or around the city. Um, and that's an awesome way to get to know some really cool um, British, Australian, American friends and practice English. Oh, yeah. interesting. And we know that we tend to learn really well. At least I learn really well when I'm moving physically. Yeah, that's why I think podcast learning is so amazing. I don't know if that's just me or if that's everyone, but physical movement does something to your brain, right? You get more oxygen to your brain. Yeah, yeah. And therefore, you'll take in, you'll remember those conversations you have, if you can have a conversation while you run, of course. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think the best part is after the run, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that's another topic that we could get into next time. But thank you so much, Jessica. This has been just fantastic. I mean, the ideas are just bubbling over and we're really here to help you guys, you know, pass the IELTS and get that seven that you need. Yeah, so um, there's just, tune in. There's yeah. so mm -hmm. there's so much advice and there's so much to talk about. So I'm sure that awesome. we didn't we didn't um, complete all of our advice today. So oh, no, whatever no. whatever the listeners are curious about knowing more of, please let us know. Yeah, we'll be back soon. And we just want to kind of let you guys know that if you want 15 minutes for free with Jessica to have your speaking section evaluated, you have an opportunity to win that chance. Okay, to win that opportunity. Uh, opportunity to win that opportunity. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So if you guys go to allearsenglish.com slash evaluation, you're going to enter your email and you're going to get a cheat sheet, right? What is that cheat sheet called, Jessica? Um, let's, um, <laughs> it's the, I don't, okay, it's how to, I've, yeah, it's what the examiner wants, right? What the examiner wants to get a seven. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. So you're going to go ahead and you're going to grab that cheat sheet and then you're going to have a chance to fill out our one question survey. We want to know what you guys want to know about the IELTS exam. Okay. And after you fill that out, anyone who fills out that survey is entered into a contest to win 15 minutes with Jessica on Skype to have your speaking section evaluated. And it will be fun. I promise. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt. <laughs> okay. Thanks so much for your time, Jessica. My pleasure, Lindsay. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Take care. You too. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. Bye.